Periktes Zayin Mishnah Gimel. The previous Mishnah stated that although as a general rule, the Rabbanon said that if a fire breaks out on Shabbos and there's no threat to human life, a person may not save his belongings from the fire. If concerned, there may be in his you know, panic to save everything. He will put out the fire on Shabbos. However, the Rabbanon made some exceptions to this stringency. Number one, as we learned in the first Mishnah, a person may save Kisve Kodesh from the fire. Number two, we can save enough food for the three meals of Shabbos. Our Mishnah discusses an exceptional case in which ultimately he will be able to save much more food than that, and that is, Mishnah states, Matzilin sal meyasudos. We may save from a fire on Shabbos a basket full of loaves of bread, even though it has enough bread to supply a hundred meals. Likewise, the eagle shall devela can save a huge, round, pressed fig cake, even though that contains enough figs for many meals, far more than just three meals, or a barrel of wine, even though that has enough wine for much more than three meals. The reason is because the person is saving this amount of food in one shot. He's not going back and forth, getting more and more food above the three-meal cap. He is saving this one container that happens to have a lot of food. I mean, the Mishnah is clarifying that it's not about the volume of food per se, but about the idea of it going back and forth, saving more and more food. We're worried that at a certain point, he'll put out the fire to make sure he could save even more. But where he saves all the food by taking out just one big container, that concern doesn't apply, so that's permitted. The Mishnah discusses, you say, person already reached his three-meal cap, he already saved enough food for three meals, and so it would appear that the rest of the food in the house is doomed, it's, it's going to be destroyed. But the mission advises, He may tell others, bystanders, go and save some food for yourselves. You each are entitled to save enough food for three meals for each of yourselves. Go and do so. And the understanding is that they'll ultimately return the food to him but they retrieve that food permissibly for at the time they're saving it, you know, they were using their individual permits to save enough food for three meals for each of themselves. The mission adds, If we're dealing with people who are knowledgeable about the laws of Shabbos in particular, the rules that govern when an activity is a violation of the rabbinic decree against performing work on Shabbos for wages. Normally that's forbidden, so ostensibly, you know, at least to someone who's not so knowledgeable about the nuances of those rules, you might assume, I can't take payment for the job I did, for my efforts in going and retrieving this food from the house, for that would be accepting a Sahar Shabbos, a payment for work I did on Shabbos that's not allowed. But if we were dealing with Pekhin, then they will realize that that's not an issue here, for the reason we'll explain, and so, Osin imo cheshben achar Shabbos. There we go and make a cheshben with the owner after Shabbos to determine what the fair payment for their efforts would be. I mean, they would have a right to do so. The reason is because this is not them working for him. Rather, as mentioned, once the owner reached his maximum and saved enough food for three meals for himself, as far as the owner was concerned, the rest of the food was doomed. And so that food really, for all purposes, was hefker for everybody else. At this point, it's a matter of letting the food go to waste 
if nobody else would utilize their individual permits to save enough food for themselves. So by rights, so each person who goes in there and saves some more food is taking food that belongs to him. And so after Shabbos, if they come to an agreement, I'll give you the food back for a fee at some price, that's their prerogative. That's not them doing work for him on Shabbos. The work for him would be if he asked them, go and take my food, go bring my food to some other place, and I'll pay you for that after Shabbos. Here they took their own food, and because they feel bad for him, they're giving it back to him, but it's within their rights to require him to redeem the food from him for a price. The mission now discusses lehechen matzilin osan, to what kind of area is it permitted to save food, the up to three meals of food on Shabbos. In Mishnah Aleph, the Mishnah mentioned that regarding the saving of Kisve Kodesh, the abundance stated a further leniency that one could even bring the Kisve Kodesh, if necessary, into an area which you normally would be rabbinically forbidden to carry, even into a Mavoy, which is an area that's only enclosed on three sides. Even that would be okay, let alone into a courtyard, which is completely enclosed. But let's say uh, there's no Erev there, when it didn't comply with the rabbinic requirement to establish an Erev, you know, join together all the residents of the courtyard before, so that you know, normally it would be rabbinically forbidden to carry into that courtyard. Regarding Kisve Kodesh, it would be permitted to bring those into a courtyard without an Erev, and even into a Mavoy, like a larger area, that's only enclosed on three sides. One can bring the Kisve Kodesh, we said, even to such an area, the Rabbanan, stated a further relaxation of the halacha for the sake of saving the Kisve Kodesh. So the Mishnah asks, what about when a person is saving food? Is there any leniency in terms of where you can bring the food to? The first opinion states, no. Rather, you may only bring the food, lechatzer hamoreves, into a courtyard that was rectified before Shabbos. They did establish an Arab. They essentially joined together all of the residents of the courtyard meaning that it's completely kosher to carry anything into that courtyard, then of course you can carry the food there, but if the courtyard residents did not establish an Erev beforehand, it would not be permitted to bring the food from the burning building into there. So says the first opinion. However, Ben Becerra Omer, Af Lisha'inim Oreves. Becerra says, would even be permitted to bring the food from the burning building into a courtyard, that was not Moreves. They didn't set up an Erev in this courtyard so that you know, normally you know, other things you wouldn't be allowed to carry in there from the houses of the courtyard. But here where he you know, needs food for Shabbos, the Rabban issued a leniency here and said he could bring the food there. That's only you know, a practical place to bring it. Now, even though Mimisera is being lenient here, but this stands in contrast to what he said in Mishnah Aleph regarding where the person is saving Kisve Kodesh in the burning building, there Ben Becerra said it would even be permitted to bring the Kisve Kodesh into a Mavoy, okay, which means it's only enclosed on three sides. So really, one is supposed to put two side posts at the open side to rabbinically take care of everything. And Becerra, and that mission is stated, that even if they didn't set up side posts on that open side of the Mavoy, the alleyway, it would be permitted to transport the Kisve Kodesh there, place it there if that was the you know, practical thing to do. Whereas with regards to food, you know, it's obviously not as urgent as saving Kisve Kodesh. And Mesera offers a less extensive leniency. That he says, okay, we'll allow the person to bring the food even into 
a non-moreves courtyard, a courtyard without an Erev, well, that will allow, I mean, because the court at least is enclosed on all four sides, so it's, you know, more clearly a Rosh as opposed to, Rosh would agree that it would not be permitted to bring the food into an unrectified Mavoy, that's only enclosed on three sides, if they didn't properly take care of that before Shabbos with the two side posts and the special Erev for a Mavoy, would not be permitted to bring food from a burning building into that area on Shabbos.